Hi and welcome to Family Matters, real talk about divorce, separation and everything in between. My name's Mandeep Sahota and I'm Sarah Khan-Bashir and together we run SKB Law. This is what co-parents co-parenting is about you'll always be a family you're always going to be connected when you've got a child with somebody you'll always be connected hi and welcome back to episode four of family matters you just heard from sally ogden sally's a documentary producer and director and has been co-parenting her daughter for the last few years we talk about co-parenting plans communicating with your ex avoiding family court and much much more thanks for joining us So I'm Sally Ogden, I am a producer, director, uh, making documentaries about difficult issues uh, for BBC Channel 4. Um, I am currently getting divorced um, and I am co-parenting. Yeah. Yeah, how did we meet Sally? So I think what's really interesting about how we met Sarah is... (laughs) So I, I spent two years making a film about marriage, essentially. Yeah. And um, and then at that point, just towards the end of making uh, The Truth About Muslim Marriage, um, I found myself separated in, in the midst of that. And uh, it was felt really ironic, actually. Yeah. But also, it was amazing because I knew you. And yeah. also, I'd kind of done all this research on, on marriage and uh, what what maybe was a healthy way forward um, for people and what wasn't looking good. Do you know what I mean? I I met you while you were mid-filming this programme, right? But I didn't know that halfway through all that programme, this was happening to you personally. Because you came and had a conversation with us sort of towards the end of the filming. So I I didn't even realise that. Yeah, yeah. So it it was like you know, um, I don't how does it, I don't know if this is right. It's like art imitating uh, life yes. or life imitating yeah. art. Yeah, it was that's like it. Yeah. it was all just in, unfolding mm. um, at the same time as me kind of making this film, um, and I think it gave me more um, understanding and empathy for the contributors as well. And I know their situations were different in some ways because they didn't all have legal marriages and I did have a legal marriage and, but it made me even more grateful and I saw it as a privilege then. And I think maybe, yeah. yeah, I was like, well, you know, I might be in this, what we all would consider an awful situation no one uh goes into marriage thinking they're going to get divorced you wouldn't bother getting married would you yeah you know but i kind of just recognized that um had legal rights and i wasn't going to have to go down the route that a lot of uh, people um a lot of the ladies that um, we filmed within uh, the truth about muslim marriage would have to yeah um and so i was kind of grateful for that and then I think once you start to, you know, sober up from the fact that you are actually separated, um, you start to kind of go, okay, what what could my new life look like, you know? And also, you still hold the door open for a long time that there might be a possibility that there it could be reconciliation, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's a wrong thing to do. 
um because i think then once you walk away you know you've kind of done and tried everything mm. and one day you will have to explain to your child mm. uh when they grow up kind of what happens um and so i did really leave the door open but i came to you for some legal advice because i was um you know i wasn't interested in um you know getting loads of money or anything like that but I was really interested in just kind of what would be fair and what would be the best way for our child um to kind of go about proceedings mm. um and I think like a lot of people the family court seemed really scary to me yeah and I didn't really like the idea of that and I didn't really like the idea of kind of going tit for tat yeah. because I just recognized that that wasn't going to be helpful for us yeah. um and so it was really good just to come and speak to you and just kind of understand what um what my options were yeah um and I don't know if you remember what you said to me I can't no. <laughs> no it's fine but it was kind of along the lines of you know if you can divide your assets now sooner than later and you can do it between yourselves that's going to really help absolutely um so see if that's possible and then also kind of in terms of childcare and you know how you're going to share your child is that possible to mm. kind of get a real plan in place um as soon as possible um and that was just the best advice that I could have got because I was like okay right and I was able to go away um to my ex-partner and say you know like how do you feel uh, you know financially about mm. this I'm going to be really honest with you. I've taken some financial advice, mm. not because I want to go to court, but because I want to avoid court. That's a really good way of putting it, yeah. And he seemed receptive mm. to that. And I did say to him, you know, by all means, go and get your own legal advice yeah. as well. But this is what I'm thinking. If we can kind of just go 50-50 on everything, yeah. including our child, which is often now what the uh, court rule anyway. Yeah because it's the healthiest thing that yeah. your child has access as much as possible to both parents. Mm. Um, that's what the research suggests, and that's, yeah. I think, why the court are going with that, but yeah. you'll, you'll know more about that than me. Yeah. Um, and he really um, was warm to that, yeah. thankfully. Do you know what I Good. mean? Yeah. And I think that's probably because he recognised that I wasn't trying to take more than was fair yeah i wasn't um gonna ever stop him from seeing his child i was giving him probably way more access than he mm. thought i might offer you know yeah. i think a lot of men in this situation get really nervous and worried that mm. they're only gonna see the children on a weekend or every other weekend and i think um that is so devastating for any parent mm. um and that is what often can lead to serious depression as well and you know kind of behavior that's quite extreme behavior mm. when people feel um that they've not got access to their children i've seen that yeah. quite a bit and so for me it was all about um making sure that he felt like the situation was really equal yeah yeah. Um, as well and it wasn't just me as a mother yeah. trying to kind of take control it was kind of like no this is our child we've always raised it together yeah. and we need to keep doing that and 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 we started to look into co-parenting and what that could look like um 
and we did end up at Relate actually okay. um, about a year down the line because it was kind of you know just kind of trying at, try, you know trying to work out what is the best way of co-parenting yeah. and it was like a bit of a new term to me and yeah. it sounded a little bit hippie to be honest <laughs> and I didn't have time to start reading a load of books on it yeah. I just wanted to get it right and so he said, let's go to Relay and try and iron out um, a load of, you know, mainly practical issues, to be mm, honest. Yeah. Um, and that was really helpful. And actually, in Bradford, you can get free Relay sessions as couples. Mm. Even now, that was four years ago, but even now it's still available. If either of you have even got mild depression or the separation... Um, you know or just even if you're in a couple but you're having a bad time if it's affecting your mental health um the nhs will pay for like 20 sessions through through relate it's really useful to know and they're really expensive otherwise um you know so we were just both really open to that um and is that is that accessed via your gp yeah it's accessed via the gp yeah. And did they help you put together sort of a co-parenting plan? Yeah, so that's what happened then. We we went and they helped us really um, put our own issues aside <laughs> and, and really put a healthy co-parenting plan in place. We already had a lot in place and they were, they were really pleased. They were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, okay, you know, you're really sharing your child. You're putting a first, you're thinking, you know, how is, how is this going to be the healthiest for her? And... Um, you know, it's all about when the when your child's uh, with the other parent, having access to the other parent. Mm. So we'd always make sure she can, and we do this now. Obviously, like she's a bit older now, so she'll mm. just do herself. But <laughs> she'll just pick one of our phones up and ring the other parent. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, when she was younger, because she was like four when we separated, so we but we'd always like kind of say, do you want to call the other parent mm. and always just encourage that and just. You know, so she just always knew she had access to the other parent. And I'd read something um, in the relate literature about that and how that really makes a difference when you're growing up in yeah. a household where you're living with uh, parents that don't live together, that you always feel like you've got access to the other parent. Yeah. Um, did, you have, did you have to write uh, a plan out first? In terms of the child arrangement, you know, you said you went to relay. Did they? Yeah. Or did you just decide? No, hang on, we can sort this out between us. I think we tried a few things to begin with, even before we got to relay. Mm. Um, and you know, in terms of some some uh, fa- I recognise that some families do a week on a week mm. off. Um, you know, and for us, we knew our child was so young, and that was going to be quite traumatic for for her to yeah. be without either of us for such a long period. Of time. Yeah, yeah, and we both could see that. I could see that yeah. wasn't going to be good for her not to see a dad because she had such a close relationship. So we tried to do it um, every other day, which is difficult logistically. Um, and I think we tried to do two nights in the middle of the week. Should be with a dad two nights. But I just um, knew that she was missing me too much. She kept yeah. ringing up a lot and oh, pining, and it, she just wasn't settled with that. So we swapped it back out um, to pretty much it's um, every other night with the other parent, apart from because there's only you know because a seven day week. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a sun, I'll have a Sunday night as the extra. Okay. Right. Um, 
you know, and we share the weekend as well. Like, um, he has a from, you know, three thirty on a Saturday to um lunchtime Sunday or three thirty, depending mm. on what's going on. Mm. And then I have a, you know, the mm. rest um, you know, obviously on a Friday yeah. Friday mm. evening, I pick her up from school and have her till three thirty Saturday and then on a Sunday I'll have a three thirty till, you know, take her to school the next day and then I get yeah. to pick her up on a Monday. We just try to balance mm. it. It is real juggling out. guests have said to us that um, it, it always they always felt that maybe like you said you left the door open for reconciliation see if that happened but the impact upon the child or the children in the marriage or the partnership relationship whatever it is um, is the thing that they struggled with you know how will this impact upon our child um, yours was very young at the time but but did, was it has it just organically happened that you you made the decision that that this was no longer right for you, and now that she's at an age she can understand you, you're just now is is that did did you plan that or? Um, yeah, we were just always conscious that we wanted to make it as uh, least traumatic as possible yeah. and least dramatic as possible. Yeah. Um and you know that that's kind of what we've done really mm. and just always kind of said when she's gets a bit older we will yeah you know and we've you know taken a while with our divorce as well and mm. we've done it ourselves to a large degree mm. and between us so you know it's not been a massive dramatic thing yeah. with that mm. either yeah. so you know when she said to us over the past few years but you're, you're still married it's yeah. like yeah yeah we're still married you know and we don't make a big thing about it because when she when we first separated she came home from school and just broke my heart she mm. said our family's broken mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, mummy, our family's broken. And I don't know where she picked that up yeah, from. And yeah. I hate that word. Yeah. But I was like, no, 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 that's not true. You know, we might not be together all the time anymore, but we'll always be a family. Yeah. Yeah. We'll always be a family. And I started to drill that into her. And I kind of were like, yeah, this is what co-parents co-parenting is about you'll always be a family you're always going to be connected when you've got a child with somebody you'll always be connected Mm -hmm. and it's better to kind of have some kind of um respect and you know love for that person than the opposite because then it's a lot harder to to kind of operate as um as a healthy family you know and so that's when my attitude started to switch Mm because and i was like no we can't have a living a life yeah. thinking she's living in this awful broken situation of course that's that's been put on her by society yeah you know yeah. we talk we always talk about how it's broken and it's like it's and not you're right and that mindset has got to change yeah. and mandeep and i have seen this on long, a lot of our client journeys and again one of our guests described it as um double the household and double the happiness that's the narrative she's telling her she's got three girls and that's what she's telling her children and, and they're thriving, you know, in that environment. 
Yeah, and a little bit after that, I think it was about six months later, she came home from school. She'd uh, drawn this lovely picture of her family. Mm. And she was in the middle, and I were at one side, and Daddy was at the other side. And um, it was just a really positive picture of us all together, even though we lived in different houses. And so I was really like proud because I was like, okay, this message is getting to you, yeah. changing that you know yeah yeah. the message is getting through and I feel like that's how she sees it now and it's been a little bit more difficult because she's got to an age where she can see that other um friends of ours like Mm. single parents Mm. um they're uh, parents might be remarrying and we've been to a wedding mm. when um, that happened and like you know she's asking all sorts of questions about she, that. she's just like a little bit confused yeah. you know what I mean but at the same time she's kind of accepted it yeah. go oh okay you can, you can marry more than yeah. one person yeah. okay you know yeah. and actually at that marriage that was again another brilliant example of co-parenting because my friend has her ex-husband husbands at the wedding you know getting on so that's yeah really well good. with her new husbands yeah. and they try to really co-parent positively I mean that's like a really yeah. you know it takes a lot you know not everyone can do that at all and I'm not I don't know if I could do that yeah but you do you know what I mean in terms of like just trying to kind mm. of build bridges um it doesn't all have to be toxic yeah yeah it actually doesn't, um, but therein lies the key, doesn't it, in that stepping out of, of what you're feeling and, you know, like you said, no one in your relationship had done anything too bad, but you'll you'll have ones where there's betrayal, there's relationships and, you know, it, it, it will take a lot to get to that space where you think um, my child or my children are going to come first, regardless of how I feel about him or her. I've got to put that to one side. I don't know, even if I was in that position, it'd be so hard. It's easy to say sly comments (laughs) about the other parents, but (laughs) let's just try and honour each other in this situation for her, because it's all about her. It is all about her, obviously, yeah. I mean, this is the advice we give parents that, if you do end up in family court, like like you mentioned, the the judge will just be looking at what's in her best interest. You know, he won't be looking at what's in yours, what's in your ex partners. It will all be about the child. So you've saved yourself quite a lot of heartache, stress, and money. Let it be said, you know, um, by putting your emotions aside and and the any issues that you have, and it's not easy. When you have a wobble at the moment in terms of co-parenting, how do you both deal with that? Yeah, I think, you know, we've had a really, really good run at co-parenting. And, you know, lots of people have said, oh, wow, you're a really good example. And we've tried to stay friends and that's not easy. And I recognise that it's been easier for us because you know neither of us did something terrible to the other person and there wasn't anything like domestic abuse involved Mm. so it is easier to to continue that relationship and kind of put all the resentments aside 
and just kind of try and be friends. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And just really civil for, for our child so that she's not feeling bad vibes because yeah. it's that that you know I talked to some of my grown-up friends who um lived through separation as children mm. and they say to me it was the it was the awful uncomfortable bad vibe feelings between the um uh, both parents that really affected yeah. me and so that's what we're conscious of we really try to avoid that we don't get it right all the time. Mm, of course. You know? And um, in lockdown, it's been particularly difficult. Sure, yeah. um, because my little girl's dad had to self-isolate and um, she didn't have as much access to him as she would normally. Um, and that was really difficult for yeah. her. And that was like, because she didn't have access to that parent, that really did affect her. Yeah. Um, and that was gonna be my my questions actually. That <clears throat> do you see firsthand as a as a mom the benefit to her having that access to both, and how would you describe it sort of from from her point of view, from her world? Yeah, I mean from her world, she just adores both parents. Oh. I mean. For for us, because we didn't have a terrible mm. uh, breakup, um, I think everyone was just really sad, and we were sad. We were all just really sad situation. Mm. Um, so I think it was easier in that sense that you know there was no reason to stop um, access to either family. And actually, what we recognised is we needed our families, both our families, around to mm. support us through that transition. Um, and you know the other thing is that um, you know my family have been really supportive to him they made that choice good. and he's still got a really good relationship with my mm. family um, and they still help him with childcare um, you know and that that relationship separate to my relationship as well and I've tried to just uh, stay out of that because I think that's really yeah. helpful um, again you, you know recognize that. Yeah. I mean, that's a really interesting thing that you said that I recognize that their relationship is separate to mine with my ex-partner um, uh, and again it, it's it's not easy to accept that because you want people to be on your side as it were um, but I think it's it's clear that you've got a supportive family on both sides, and, and yeah, it's and it's helped. it's not about sides, is it? Yeah. And and that's the big thing that I yeah. learned through going through this process is that we both really needed to grow up yeah. <laughs> and be adults at this point in our lives yeah. and say, you know what, we're the adults here and it's all about our child and yeah. we have to, however painful, however difficult, yeah. however resentful we're feeling, we've got to be adults here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, practically, um, it, is, it is tricky, especially because I have a crazy job, but, you know, <laughs> I do all different hours yeah. and, you know, we're filming and all that kind of stuff, but... Um, we just try our best to make it work and you know I've got really good childcare with my family as well and he is really supportive of um, offering extra childcare where he can you know mm -hmm. and if he needs extra childcare I will absolutely um, try and offer that where I can as well and again sometimes it's not easy and you know if we don't what what um, happens where it could break down sometimes or where it does break down sometimes is if we don't communicate properly yeah 
if we get if we tell each other at the last minute that we need them to okay. we need extra childcare from the other person yeah. that's where it can break down because that's stressful then for e mm. either of us what you said right at the beginning was because of the advice you got how how would you feel about that now? Would you have done anything differently if you hadn't had that conversation about how to approach the finances, the childcare? If someone had said, yeah, make sure you go straight into court to get your rights. Um, I don't know, but I just think I'd have been a lot more anxious. Mm. I would have been like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Oh, should should I be going to the court? Am I being like too? Because people do think that's the only yeah, answer. Let's yeah. go straight to court. Yeah. You know, without exploring. Yeah. Or testing another way of dealing with it. And I would have thought, oh, like, am I missing something? Mm. Should I, mm -hmm. you know, especially kind of I'm really into justice, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I might have thought should I been fighting for my rights in court and am I kind of, you know what I mean, like just bowing out too soon and, you know, just a little bit of a, um, sure, yeah. a kind of, like, just misconception about... It's an expectation what, on you, isn't it, right? Yeah. You're separated now, we have to go by the courts to sort everything out. Yeah, exactly. And so for me, like, when I actually realised there was another way forward, an alternative mm -hmm. approach... Mm -hmm. I was so relieved and it was so refreshing and it did really help me yeah. in that time of real confusion and just kind of just not knowing what was to, what was the best thing to do for all of us yeah. but you know obviously our child um and I I don't regret the the road that we've gone down Great. at all yeah. you know yeah. recently we decided again that probably we do need to put something not legal in place but just a document that's probably helpful to both of us about mm. this 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 for the next 10 years mm. so that it's really clear really clear boundaries and we kind of can just uh, stick to it and just crack on with the rest yeah, of our lives that's good. Yeah. so we're doing that through Relay as well oh, yeah, that's yeah we went back to Relay and just you know kind of said what are our options mm. for just kind of we don't need it to be legal yeah. you yeah. know but we you just yeah we, you're able to sort of like you said you know respect each other enough that you're going to honour any agreements that you make with each other which is you know a great place to be really yeah, so that's what we're in the process of doing yeah. at the moment um, because that just seems helpful because yeah. we've got a long way to go in terms of, you know, yeah. raising our child, you know, um, she's only eight, so we've got another ten years till, you know, <laughs> she... Uh, it never ends up in there, don't, don't. <laughs> it, It's just different kind of problems, that's all. Well, yeah. that's it, you know, who's taking her to university, who's paying for university, <laughs> you know, I know. Yeah. So, but just for these next ten yeah. years anyway, or even five years, just to have a bit of a yeah. plan, you yeah. know, like, and just kind of, in terms of... Thankfully, we agree on a lot of stuff about where our child should go to school sure, yeah. and how she should be brought up. And so it's not that kind of stuff. So, you know, we do uh, get into hot water over parenting styles. Mm. I think you would get into hot water um, whether you were married or not. <laughs> I think, yeah. like, you know, married people disagree on parenting styles all the time. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. Um, by offering each other uh, books. <laughs> oh, 
opposite opposite books (laughs) you know but for the most time most part uh just accepting that the other parent parents differently and actually when when you're not together you just have to let go you just have to that's hard though sally that's easier said i mean as a as a parent still in a marriage you know we have completely different styles of raising children and it's not easy to just sit by and let that happen is it no and we can you know we continue to navigate that yeah um but i guess um i just recognize that actually sometimes you have got to let go because you know as long as she's thriving right that's the exactly it as long as she's happy, she's thriving, it's just best to let go and just accept that you're not going to agree on everything. And the more you come across as judgmental and critical mm. to each other, it doesn't, it doesn't help. Yeah. Um, it's, so for me, it is about respect and it is about honouring the other person. Mm. And, you know, I know, um, you know, that's a little bit surprising to a lot of my friends that I try to take that approach. But I just feel that, for me, that's, like, the healthiest yeah. for all of us. And um, I think he feels the same, really, you yeah. know, as much as possible. You know, we don't go around uh, slagging each other off to other people. Mm. Uh, we've never done that, you know. I'm not saying we've never said anything, but we avoid yeah. avoid that because yeah. I think once other people start getting involved, mm. that also fuels the fire, like yeah. families, Absolutely. like, you know, mutual friends. None of that is helpful yeah. in, in this kind of landscape. Yeah. So, you know, the word honour is important in this. Really wise words there, really, yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Family Matters by SKB Law. If you're enjoying the show, why not listen to our other episodes and let your friends know. We'll be back next time with more real talk about divorce, separation and everything that goes along with it.